We're back. Hi, friends. Hi. Oh, my God. It's been so long. I know. I hope everyone's doing well. Yeah, I hope people are uh, able to recover uh, from not hearing us for so long, and now you get to hear our voices again. You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. So today we're going to keep it short and sweet. Um, I actually think this will be good. A good 30-minute recap of uh, something that just happened. So it's fresh on the minds of many. And some of you even sent us some of your hot takes on it, so that'll be fun to read. But um, one of us experienced it in person. One of us experienced it virtually um, and had major FOMO the whole time. But (laughs) we're talking about the Arnold Sports Festival. Yeah, Arnold Sports Fest. First first time back since uh, March of 2020. Yep. Yeah, it was kind of wild. Yeah. The were you at the 2020 Arnold with us? No, I was supposed to go and then I found out I was pregnant. Oh yeah. And then everything with COVID was like wild, so yeah. I was like, mm, better not. <laughs> yeah, I still remember the uh uh everyone being like, "Oh, I can't fucking believe that they canceled the Arnold Sports Fest, blah 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 blah." Myself included. Myself included, honestly. Um, I was like, this fucking thing. Like, what what are we fucking doing here? And then you realize, like, we were just fortunate enough to have that happen. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's (laughs) uh, that that turned out to be a godsend that it actually even happened, let alone, um, you know, uh, the level of lifting that happened that year, let alone uh, that (laughs) the organizers were even allowed to do something like that. And yeah, I remember that's literally bench- when everything shut down. Literally. And I remember benchmarks too. I remember like, oh, well, if they cancel the NCAA tournament, then I'll finally believe it. Yeah. Then they cancel the NCAA tournament. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess this is kind of real. So <laughs> I guess I'm just thankful that we actually had this. Right. Right. But yeah, it was back in full force this year. So. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, actually sat uh, Nate and Kate, and I got to see them sat next to your friends. Yeah, Kate texted me, and she was like, so I saw this girl, and she had this really cute dog, and when I asked to pet it, I finally looked up at the person and said, hey, you're Maggie's friend. <laughs> and it was Steph Powell and Micah Marino, yeah. who, for those of you who don't know, you should go follow their stuff. It's fight or quit. Um, they have the gym. They have the apparel and all of that. But Steph and I were teammates at Brockport. That's one time you've mentioned Brockport. <laughs> Rachel, I know Rachel has saw it with all of her you know new job and traveling. Is Tony, because when we were at the meet a couple months ago, he said something about it. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, so that's one. Uh but no, yeah, no, they they were super cool. They had they had their dog and everything. It yeah. was kind of cute. Uh I actually thought they had a booth. No, they were just there. Supporting, having a good time. So it was. Yeah, it was they nice. said they're never doing a booth again because they said it was so much work. It is. It, it's a ton of work. I I could never imagine even having like for coaching or apparel or anything. Like I could never imagine um, 
doing something like that. It's it's it takes an army. Uh, not and only them, how much money it takes to bring all the product there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're talking about shipping it there. You're talking about having like maybe an Airbnb, uh, something along those lines that you have to ship everything to. Bring it. Have enough of a vehicle to bring that stuff. Like it's just it's just a hassle. Well, um, and they're in Vegas too, so they yeah. literally drove from Vegas to Columbus, Ohio. Hundred percent with all their stuff, and so they were like, "Nope, we're good." Yep. Yeah, that's uh, – uh, and honestly, you just break even. It's more about getting mm-hmm. your name out there. So if you're like exactly. a new company, up and coming, you got some like sponsored athletes, yeah, sure, go for it. I think it's a great idea. But besides that, psh, no thanks. Yeah, hard pass. Yep. Yeah, I feel like the middle ground people, kind of like a, a fighter quit or a donuts and deadlifts or something like that. You know, it, it's the bell curve, right? Like the op, the SBDs and the bangs and the rangs the of the world. And, the yeah. rogue, yeah. Those companies obviously can be there because they have an army. Right. And then the small companies need to go there to even get their name out in the strength world. But then right. everyone else that's kind of in the middle, like, doesn't really matter, you know, all that no. much for. They for do that. just as well on Instagram, if not better. Exactly. And there's no cost. <laughs> right. Right. But. Yep. So, well, where should we dive in first? I have some listener um, hot takes. Let's do let's do the top two hot takes uh, for Arnold Sports Fest. From each of us or from them? From them, and then we'll do one of each of ours. Okay. So, <laughs> two of these are kind of similar, but um, to summarize, the expo sucks. It's the same overpriced crap at every booth. And along the same line, someone else said all the same booths with different names. So (laughs) I agree and disagree because if you have been going to the uh, Arnold for a long time, you know, I've been going since 2012 ish. So Mm -hmm. 10 years, like you used to be able to walk away with so much free shit. And I remember you saying that the first year we went. I remember you could just go and go to each table, get a bunch of free samples, go there maybe envisioning that you're going to spend $200 worth of, worth of cash and walk away with probably close to $400 to $500 worth of stuff. But as any big event gets, like it costs more money for these companies to go, so they have to charge more so they don't have right. as much free shit. So, yeah, I mean, I agree. Yeah, now – it's not fun doing the expo. And to, truth be told, I hate the expo right now. Same. Because for me, like, I go to work. And for most of the people affiliated, at least with Mustache or most of the other powerlifting or weightlifting teams, they're not there for the expo. They're right. there to watch their friends. They're there to, you know, see people they see once in a while. And you don't need an expo for that. But unfortunately, that's the thing that brings everyone together is right. the, you know, the whole exposition of the Arnold, whether it's the competitions or the shows or the events or the booths. There's so many people that get brought together to do stuff like that. So yeah, I I agree and disagree. So yeah, I'm not a big fan of the expo part of it because it's just so many people and it's a lot of people that you don't care to be around. And like my one of my biggest things that like kind of irks me about the Arnold. So I guess this is my first hot take is everyone who goes thinks that they are the most important person in the room, mm-hmm. no matter if they are or if they aren't, they think that they're the most important person in the room. And so everyone carries themselves 
as if they're the most important person. So yeah. now imagine that one annoying person that does think that they're like God's gift to whatever and multiply that by thousands, tens yeah. of thousands. Yeah. And they're all in one room and it just makes you want to hit your head against the wall. Like it's just not, not for me. Everyone's kind of annoying. Everyone's rude. No one moves like. No, thanks. Not for me. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I totally understand that and get that. And like, again, when you talk, but also at the same time in the same breath, not to rebut that, but like, there's so many championships for so many different yeah. sports, like That's medieval cool jousting. Yeah. So you get so many of these personalities, but again, like Arnold was a bodybuilder. You get yeah. a lot of people that have yeah. that, that mentality that want to go there. And, you know, why are you wearing a tank top in 20 degree weather? You know, like, it's just, unfortunately, you can't just weed out all the bullshit that comes with it. And unfortunately, with 150,000 people, you get a lot of those those jabronis that just want to go there. Lots and just, of jabronis. That just want to wear their tank tops and their short shorts in 20-degree weather. I mean, that's just yeah. who they are. So, But like, like you said, the other piece of it where it is, like, obviously, the Highland Games are there and yeah. arm wrestling and, like, all of these things that people are exposed to that they wouldn't normally be unless you follow it. Um, they, they're able to see it. And if you do follow it, now you get a chance to see it in person. And those sports are awesome. Like yep. the sports festival part of it is the coolest part. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. The, the, and, and it was pretty stimulating overload. I'm not going to lie. Um, mm-hmm. Especially when Britt was competing at the grand prix. Holy shit. Like, the the amount of noise between you have 20,000 people probably watching the strongman and then you have about 20,000 people watching the uh you have 20,000 people watching the uh what do you what do you call it the, the main uh, stage where the main the stage grand prix are? no 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 grand prix so oh, okay. yeah, yeah. so how it was set up was if i'm in the middle in the warm up room on the front half is the grand prix stage with all the 20,000 people then right behind us in this middle section that we're in, what I would call no man's land, you have all of the pro strongman competing, which cool. is like Martin Lisi's, the Stoltman brothers, all of the big names are competing there with another 20,000 people just watching them right directly behind us. So all you're getting is noise from both ends. It's like a fucking eruption. It's like they're screaming, ah, then they go, ah. And then they scream even louder <laughs> at the end. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, Jesus Christ. Like, I, I literally, Maggie, I kid you not, I was maybe two feet away from Brit and I had to stop mid-conversation because I couldn't speak. Like, you know, it'd be interesting to get Brittany's take on it because I'm sure as a competitor, that's got to be, like, totally overwhelming. So I'm not going to lie to you. It seemed like none of the athletes were phased. Like I mean, not they're, one they're all of super those. Cool, so that makes sense. I, exactly right. Like, and I'm sitting there. I'm looking at Dan, her husband, and I'm like, "What the fuck? I can't even speak." Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that's that was uh, definitely stimulating overload for sure. And I, I think that's probably my hottest take of of the Arnold is in general. I'm yeah. not much of a big people person, so to be around that many people and have to be on all the time yeah. was 
was really, really emotionally and physically taxing. Um, yeah. To listen to that much noise, be on that kind of game, like it's just, it's a lot. It's it's definitely you need a to lot. Detox and it's, from everything. Yeah, that. right. You need to just and honestly, like when we get in the car, Lee and I got in the car on Saturday night. We didn't even have the music on. We just <laughs> yeah. just drove in silence. Uh, and same thing happened for uh, uh, on Sunday. Like the first the first couple hours, we didn't have any noise. <laughs> at all we just sat there in silence yeah and again like you're kind of driving off of the high right and not not necessarily driving um yeah and I'm, we're exhausted but mm -hmm. so then you know after that we're like all right we got to put some music on before we just fall asleep at the yeah. wheel yeah but yeah hot, need it. yeah hot take it definitely stimulation overload like for sure like all the noise all the people all the all the shit that's going on around you, not just the not not just the amount of shitty people, just the amount of things that are happening. Right. And so many like you're just looking back and forth. There's noise. Yeah. It's constant chaos. Yes. Um, and working it, it's hard. It's hard to just focus on the lifting. Right. Because at the end of the day, you're there to coach and you're there to have your athletes lift. Sure. Plain and simple. Um, so. That that's the hardest part about the Arnold for me is is the the dealing with the stimulation overload that you're constantly going to be under because then when you're competing as you've you know you you've been there uh, mm -hmm. before and you know how that state that pod is like it's packed it's loud oh yeah it's dark it's, it's bright at the same time it's hard to yeah. describe like it's all dark but it's so many bright lights so it is what it is. Um, speaking of the Grand Prix, I did have someone say the pay-per-view for the Grand Prix was weak sauce. 100%. I agree. <laughs> uh, I'm a no shame, no shame there in yeah. agreeing with that. Like, I understand why. And this is no shade to um, USA Powerlifting because it wasn't their fault. The Arnold Sports Fest made them pay for the because they're stream. in that paid because expo. they're in the paid expo, yeah. and that's why it wasn't even on fucking lifting cast. No one could pay attention I know, to what I was, was going on, and they did that on purpose, Meg. Like they did that on purpose because they wanted people to pay for the pay per view to watch it. Bunch of bullshit, and and not for nothing, it was fucking delayed an hour. It was delayed an hour from when the live stream started. Oh straight, up, straight up, straight up. Yeah, bullshit. But yeah. Hey, um, yeah. we did have a strongman hot take actually. Um, I bet you it was Brent. It was. He sent. <laughs> <laughs> so first one being the pro strongman squat was a great alternative to the max deadlift, but it took way too long. Agreed. I mean, that's yeah. why do you think powerlifting is an Olympic sport? <laughs> like it just yeah. takes oh, a long God, time. Yeah. I mean, think about it, right? Like in a deadlift. You're deadlifting between 900 and, I don't know, 1,000 pounds, maybe 1,100 pounds, right? Like that's one or two plates that you're literally throwing on, and then everyone does it. As opposed to the squat, like there are so many discrepancies in the squat mm -hmm. on a pro strongman level. So, yeah, like that's a lot of loading bars. That's a lot of making sure it's adjusted, right? On a deadlift, right. it's on the ground. Yeah, I totally agree. Like I think it is a great alternative, and I think it gives – you know, people that have more squat leverages, um, a better advantage to place in that competition. Um, but yeah, you're right. It does take it a long time. That's why a lot of strongmen don't really like powerlifting so much because it does take a long time. You know, yeah, like long. events, events are 
a long day. Although, however, the Grand Prix took an hour and a half. Dang. Well, yeah. what was the other one? Um, the morning session or the Saturday session for the um, the A7 one in CPOD. That was like rapid fire. Yeah. The So the pro in the morning on Saturday before Brick competed was um, a pro event. So the USAPL has this yeah. whole bullshit thing going on where – I, I say bullshit because uh, I'm – I don't understand it. I don't get it. I understand the allure of being a pro, but at the end of the day, if you're fucking strong, you're fucking strong. No one's going right. to sit here and tell me that someone's better than someone because they're a pro athlete. Because they have um, their pro card. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't really care. Um, it's great for, I think the sport in general, but I don't necessarily think that it defines who is stronger than the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, uh, you don't have that many pros yet. So that Saturday event was just boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Like you had maybe 20 each way, 20 in the morning, fast. 20 in the afternoon. And people were just fucking cruising, like just yeah. absolutely cruising. You could tell that it backfired for lifters because they were like used to obviously having a little more time in between. And it's like, nope, you're up again. It was yep. almost like weightlift- weightlifting. It was just like, go, go, go. 100%. Yeah, it's uh, so it, it is what it is. Jan, Jan, uh, the USAPL state chair, told us that uh, numbers were down a little bit, I guess, in in Arnold uh, fashion. Uh, typically, the Arnold is like uh, what I consider the Pro Bowl of powerlifting, um, and I consider the Nationals more of like the Super Bowl of powerlifting. Yeah. Um, and it's a showcase, right? So yeah. when now you have a new federation and you have um, only pro events. So like the master's event was only a pro event. Uh, some of the bench press competitions, only a pro event, the right. Saturday meet only a pro event and newsflash Celine crumb, Charlie Leonard and Maya Wright on Sunday placed higher than every other female yeah. on Saturday morning. Yeah, those three were unbelievable. Yeah. Like Charlie, Celine I think crumb, it's Charlie Leonard. Shit. I might've, yeah. Celine, Maya, and I think Charlie, um, mm-hmm. Uh, those there was all another placed, girl too. Yeah, there were two sixty kilo lifters that yeah. did it, but Kate Barry sixty did better than the one girl at sixty. So there were three girls that placed higher than any other female on Saturday morning. Not the Grand Prix, the Pro Raw um, on uh, on Saturday. So uh, there was two events on Saturday for pros: the Grand Prix and then the Pro Raw. And what they did with the Grand Prix was whoever the top five that registered for the Arnold in the pro division got to go to the Grand Prix, male and female, equipped and non-equipped. Got it. So, um, yeah. So does it really matter about the pro status? No, it it doesn't. So anyways, going back to the whole point of like USAPL and Powerlifting America now took – Pretty much essentially 50-50 of the top-level athletes. Like right. 50% of them stayed with USAPL. 50% of them went over to Powerlifting um, America. America. So, yeah. you know, if you look at the female side, Heather Connor wasn't there. Marisa Inda, Andy Riley, uh, Meg Scanlon, Jennifer Amanda Milliken, Lawrence. Uh, Amanda Lawrence, um, Bonica, mm-hmm. and or Bonica, Bonica, sorry. Um, and then I think you were missing one other person uh, out of the 76 class. That just chose not – oh, Dana McNeil. And yeah. they chose not to compete in USAPL anymore. So you're talking about uh, first, 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 second, third, 
first, second, first of amount of lifters that place at nationals or place at nationals in general leave right. that are typically at these events. Um, and so, right. Like, it, but it also gives you a showcase to like have people come up and like compete at these events. You make the uh, QTs a little bit lower so that way now you're getting more people to entice to go to the Arnold, which gives them an opportunity to showcase their talent as well. So, yeah, I, I think it's a good and a bad thing now that there's more options, but yeah, the Arnold wasn't, didn't necessarily feel the same without all of the big, big, big names there. You yep. had some, obviously, um, but you didn't have that same feel of, like you go there and it's like, oh, shit, like powerlifting royalty is in the building right. um, every single time. So, Yeah, I think your analogy was perfect in that it's the Pro Bowl and Nationals is the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, some yeah. of the top top dogs, like, you know, our Lord and Savior Josh Allen, they don't go to the Pro Bowl. <laughs> no, no, they don't. They so choose not to go. Sometimes you don't see the best of the best. Nope, nope. And sometimes you do. And and, yeah. and it's great just to start to notice that um, you know there's other lifters out there that are just as strong, getting their name out there and and competing. So I think that's great. Yep. Um, all right. So final hot take that I will give, and I hear my little guy waking up. Um, this, I mean, this sums it up pretty well. Ha- being someone who traveled to Ohio quite a bit in college uh, for track, the Arnold is one of the few things that doesn't make Ohio a completely miserable state. Agreed. <laughs> Columbus Agreed. is cool. I'll, I'll give I, Columbus that. I, you know what? Cool city. I think we can both agree on that. Columbus as a city, I think, is one of the coolest cities I can travel to. I love everything about Columbus. I love the city, the downtown. Even the outskirts are pretty cool. Um, It's just a really cool place. to. If I I could live anywhere else besides Buffalo, it'd probably be Columbus, to be honest. Um, I absolutely love the vibe there. I love the downtown area. I love all the little shops. It seems extremely like just another small Buffalo. Exactly. Um, but their downtown is way better than anything that it's Buffaloes cool. could ever be. Yeah. But. All right. Well, I don't know if you hear uh, Mr. Roman freaking <laughs> out, but I think that's a good spot to close out for now. A nice yeah. little intro back to the scene. Back at it. Carly, do you have any other things that you want to shout out? Before we take off, any new Instagram pages, any new pro- projects, anything like that? Uh, I don't know. We got a meet coming up in April. Do you have a meet uh, coming up? So that'll be fun. We have one of the strongest men in any sort of drug-tested, non-drug-tested federation during our meet, which is fucking sweet. Rondell Hunt is signed up for our meet, who <laughs> technically can, I think, in my opinion, uh, hot take can will out total Ashton Rauschka uh, at the same body weight. Yeah. Wow. That's my hot That'll take. That'll be cool. I think he's going to total close to 980 kilos. Holy shit. Yeah. At two, at about like 108, 109 body weight. Sweet. Um, yeah. We'll be on the lookout for that. Also, go follow Car- Carly's foodie page now. Oh, yeah, I got a foodie page. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. I s- forgot I started that over the weekend. I told Leah, I was like, yeah, I got to start this now because if I don't yeah. do it now, I'm never going to do it. So, yep. yeah, I'm um, stash sober to messe. 
Uh, it means to like to, well, on brand with mustache, but yep. more so to, um, uh, continue the conversation after the food is over. So it's a, a Spanish term. And when I say Spanish, I mean from Spain, um, right. term that, uh, means to just continue conversation, usually typically after dessert or just a big meal in general. Um, so what a better way to discuss it online after you're done eating the food mm-hmm. that is absolutely delicious. So love it. Um, yeah, that's, I don't have anything new going on. I'm still coaching. Um, I am yeah. powerlifting again. So if you oh, yeah. Marge to is, that, you can. Marge is back in the saddle. Might have come out of retirement. Might sneak yeah. back in. We'll see. But, uh, <laughs> you know, feel free to give, give that a check out as well. You can also see what my throwers are up to. I've been posting more. Yeah. You got to deadlift more than Jordan now. I mean, I'm already on the road to benching more than him. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you, honey. Um, all right. Well, it was good to be back. And I know. thank you guys for tuning in with us. And we hope to talk to you soon. See ya. Peace.